welcome back. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, mortgage professional, your consumer advocate for all things real estate. Give us a ring. You got questions. We got answers. 512-640-9610. Podcast listeners, check us out on iTunes. Search uh, Jason Stubbs Real Estate Radio pop up. Click on that. Also, stubbsradio.com will get you all of our past media, including social media, TV, radio, all that stuff. So go check out the shows and on there. Um, Also, uh, we got, you know what, Sean, we need to hop on something that we've, I know that you want to talk about. And before I just almost just ran right over this, talk to me a little bit about co-signing and, and what you think we've been running into, into that recently. And I mean, I've got a big old sign here and it's, well, like it's co-signing. And it's becoming more and more common, right? With the, the, the student loans is yeah. really where it seems to be mm-hmm. come the most in play. It, explain like, so who's, who's signing? So mom, and, most of the time it's mom and dad or grand, most times mom and dad every once in a while it'll be, you know, grandma, grandpa, or sometimes an uncle. But what I always tell people, if you're going to co-sign for someone, especially your kids, you know, young, immature, just getting out of college, maybe aren't used to paying bills, especially nowadays millennials aren't used to paying their own yes. bills. Either you have them pay you and you make the payment or you make sure, and actually for debt-to-income purposes, if you're going to try to get your loan yourself, they need to make the payment. But make sure they make it. I don't know how you want to go about having them make sure they make Notifications, it. Notifications. Or just make them, or, yeah, make them, or set it, make them set it up on auto pay that you can take a look at because the bank doesn't, it, it doesn't matter if you, if you co-sign for anyone at all, it doesn't matter who it is. If you co-sign for a loan for someone, you are just as responsible for the payment as whoever you co-sign for. So if that person that you're doing a favor for decides not to make their payment, that screws up your credit and can prevent you from either getting a mortgage at all or any type of loan, right? It can prevent you from getting any kind of loan. It could significantly lower your credit score, which then would adversely affect your interest rate. And we've got folks now we're trying to help that we may or may not, they, they're in a situation where they may not even be able to get a mortgage because of... So your last 20, how many of them have been paid good? Of what co-signing yeah, situations? Co-signing situations. The last, the last, the last 20, twenty co-signing. I'd say honestly, it's getting to the point where it's almost fifty-fifty. Okay. Okay. I'd say it's probably close to fifty percent wow. of the time. Uh, there's at least some kind. Maybe it. I mean, it could just be one little late, or it could be one late, right? But we got you know, a barrage of them recently. Well, we have and, one that it, it kind of works like this. It's like, well, um, my daughter's supposed, supposed to be, paying, to be that. paying that, and it's like, wow, like how would you not know that? Yeah. I mean, that affects your credit, her credit. I mean, it's. It can prevent a lot of things from happening. Yeah. I mean, these folks might not be able to buy a house right now. Auto insurance rates can go up. Your interest rate can go up. Everything. Your credit credit just got more expensive. I mean, they thought their credit, they're like, oh, my credit should be like 700. I pulled it. It was six, (laughs) six, uh, I think it was like 630. She's like, I don't understand why it's 630. Um, I'm like, well, I see here a student loan. You know, here's the name. Here's the account. Here's the amount it's supposed to be. Oh, my daughter's supposed to pay that. I'm like, well. She ain't paying that. It I mean, doesn't look like she's in, paying in it. a 630 credit score. That's the bottom 50%. Well, and this one, was, sure. so this one, we turned out, we did a little investigating and, and you know, we'll try to help. We'll, anytime we can help you, we'll try to help you. Sometimes the information is incorrect. So if we can show that that information is inaccurate, we'll try to fix it. Mm-hmm. But this became an even worse situation because the person just supposedly didn't realize the loan existed, right? They had several, and I can tell you what, my wife's got a bunch wow. of student loans and it's tricky, right? They're all from the same place most of the time. And, they do it by semester a lot of times. So you could have 15 loans of all the similar amount, right? And there was one apparently that slipped through the cracks that they didn't realize. And then what happened was, so then they realized that they started paying it. Well, they didn't realize they made their first payment three and a half months late. They never 
caught up. So they thought, okay, well, we started making their payments and we've been making the payment every month now. That's great. But you're, they've been you're making exactly two months behind. Technically, they've been no <laughs> three. three. Wow. They've so technically they've been three. They're still three months behind. So there was no statements that they received. Well, a lot of times the statements only go to one address. Like I can tell you, is where it knows what it was from college. My yeah, my well, I always use for my student loans. I use my parents' address, and they're still in the same house. So my my parents did co-sign for my one student loan, and. The, the actual statement goes to the, it still goes to their house, but I have it on auto pay, right? It's, and it's nothing. It's like $110 a month or something, uh, you know, till my kids go to college first, but who knows? But, uh, so give me top yeah. three. I mean, I'm, I'm grandma. It's out there. Well, it's I'm grandma. Mom, the dead. other ones are the, the other major ones are besides co-signing student loans, uh, or car loans, right? So the most common ones seem to be car loans and student loans for children. You need to make sure they're paying that bill. You have to, because like I said, the creditors don't care. You can call the creditor, whoever it may be, and you can give them a sob story. They don't care. Right. You have, by co-signing for that individual, you have personally guaranteed you. That's the thing. They're making that, they're making that loan based on if the person doesn't pay that they know they've got somebody else. That's a reliable borrower on the hook. The other major one that we see, and I'm sure Matt's seen it with pulling people's stuff for rent too, when he's doing divorce. Yeah, that's the other major one, right? Because we see a lot of medical, 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 medical isn't as big on the mortgage side because most times, especially like FHA, VA, if it's a medical collection, there's ways around that. There's ways to work with it. It's not as crippling as a true late payment or non-payment on a car loan and auto loan. Divorce is the other major one, right? You you and your, you and your ex bought a car together and you're both alone or you had a mortgage together and the divorce, you know, she's supposed to be paying it. Correct. Once again, (laughs) that's not going to work once again. The creditors don't care about your divorce. They don't care what the divorce decree says. The divorce decree could say husband's supposed to pay the mortgage, wife's supposed to pay the car. The creditor don't care, right? right? As far as they're concerned, you're both still responsible, right. which is why a lot of times I recommend, if at all possible, you refinance the property out as quick as possible, you know, so you don't have to worry about that. If you're not going to be the major one, sell it or um, refi it. Correct. Done. Because it's the same thing. They don't care the sob story. They don't care. And it, like I said, and a lot of times people, you know, notice doesn't generally go to all parties until you're at the brink of either foreclosure or like a repossession, right? So that's when, if it's about to get repoed, they're going to send notice to, to everybody. everybody. Yeah. But if they're just 30 days late every month, the that banks don't really work. start coming looking for you yet, right? 30 days late every month, they don't really start coming to look for you. They're just getting paid. And you can just, you know, next thing you know, you got 12, 13, 14, 15 rolling 30-day lates. And guess what? Credit repair in a lot of times they still can't help you with those right. situations because it truly was, as far as the lender was concerned. It's easy to yeah. track. So what I can tell you is you need to make sure that loan's getting paid one way or another, if you care at all. You, so I let, mean, let me hop in there real quick. Uh, if And we'll, what we'll do is uh, we'll get right back to this, but I want to say this is Real Estate Radio. Um, if you're just tuning in, we've just had uh, Matt Leshber with 1836 Property Management walk in. Uh, what's, what's up, man? Good to see you guys. You were late today. Yeah, that's not like you. Going on, you know, not, business not, that's, is good. That's, that's okay. No, okay. usually uh, five minutes early is on time. You <laughs> that's know, right. on time is late. But exactly, uh, sometimes you got to take care of business. We hired uh, three people this week. Goodness. So uh, we got one more offer out. So it's just been a lot to to manage, but all good problems. What's going on? Well, good deal. Also joined by uh, real estate agent Robert Winterbottoms back on the show. Man, just jump in here whenever you're ready. We'll we'll get to you in a little bit. But uh, how you doing over there? I'm doing good, man. Just uh, just enjoying enjoying listening to y'all talk about uh, 
Co-signing and all the horrors that divorce. can happen. Yeah, divorce. all the positive yeah. stuff here. Yeah, right. all, the, all the positive things. You know, I have another one. Love right Here's now. the deal, though. Real quick, I want to do this. I mean, I want to say that, you know, we're not saying that co-signing is a bad idea, right? No. Because you can even use it to, I don't want to say, I'll just say it. You can manipulate credit scores. You can by, help. For your kids. Like, let me Which tell. I tell people, no, you give the kid a credit card. Give the credit, credit no, card. No, but you don't have to give it to them. Exactly. You, you don't have to give them the card. So here's what we're talking about. Sean, we're in agreement here. And it, so dad, mom. You take the Chevron card and Correct. you put daughter's name on it. You and get them. You one. use it. Correct. You don't even give them a card. Correct. And then you start building credit. Correct. For them. Now they can have access. I mean, put quotes around it. I mean, I'm. You know, I don't. I don't. But want you don't have Equifax to. coming after. Well, the other thing I tell you is, you need to if you if can, you co-sign. Mm -hmm. You need to be prepared to make that payment if that's, it hits the fan. That's the other one. So let's 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 trend in that direction. So the positive things that are you know good about co-signing is number one, you can help your kids credit, you right? Can, absolutely. So so what's I mean what, what else? I mean, you can help someone. You know, there's self-employed people, right, that take advantage of the tax write-offs. Maybe you're like my dad when he helped co-sign for a house, my very first house, as I was a commission worker and I didn't have two years commission history. So I mean, if you looked at the money I made it was enough to qualify for the house. However, you know, due to guidelines, you weren't allowed to count my commission. I didn't have two full years. So, so, so there's situations where the person that needs a co-signer can afford it, right? Can afford it. They just, for whatever reason, guideline reasons, you know, they need a co-signer. There are good reasons, but what I, all, like I said, all I can tell you, if I can give you one word of advice or two, make sure that payment's getting paid and be prepared to, to make the payment, to make the payment if you have to. Yeah. I mean, that's good advice, you know? Well, I mean, think about that. I mean, how do you, and I wonder how, I mean, this is a, this is a grandmother, grandchild situation. I wonder how the grandson feels if grandma can't buy that house she wants because he didn't pay his bills. I mean, I'm sure I'd feel pretty crappy if I did that to my grandma, you know, I mean. Without a doubt. And, you know, we, we see it all the time. I mean, it's, you know, it's folks hop on there and, and whether, you know, buying houses and cars and all that stuff. Well, especially you need it, to be. It's, I'm sorry to cut off, cut, cut in, but you know, especially like we see in the divorce situations, a lot of time it's out, of, it's purely out of spite. How many people have you heard that they go, my ex ran up my credit card? <laughs> oh, I've heard uh, oh, of twenty five percent of divorces, oh, oh, and, and no, that's no, no, 50, even, 50 So you know yeah, that that's like man, one out of two. Um, exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot, but I've like I said, I've seen it out of spite. So you need to make sure those payments are going to be. I mean, I had a buddy, Matt happens to know him. It's a mutual acquaintance of ours, ex wife. Voluntary repoed two cars voluntarily just drove them in. They were leases, drove them in six months early and said, here's the keys and never told him. That's nice. Yeah. So how do you get out of that? You can't. I mean, that it dinged his credit. It took him, you know, he did some credit repair and dinged his credit for a while, but wow. yeah, I mean, she literally did it on purpose just because, you know, goodness, people are spiteful. In there you situations. go. Matt, so we got about to take a quick break here, but uh, what you got for us this week with 15 seconds left. Uh, let's get into some service questions. You, some service questions? Let's talk about service. Okay. That's Matt Lesper, 1836 Property Management. Get to him shortly. Also, Robert Winterbottom. More to come with you, sir. Uh, Sean Finnegan over there, NRL Mortgage. I'm Jason Stubbs. This is Real Estate Radio. We'll be right back. NRL Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 181407.